1: Deep inside you, there's a power. A power you can use to meet every challenge, every roadblock, conquer every obstacle life throws at you. A power to be happy, fulfilled, successful. A power to be everything you want to be. Now, meet the man who wrote the book on human behavior. Behavior never lies. The man who can teach you how to unleash your own power to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Flint.
2: Welcome to this hour of the power to be. You know something, folks, the shows that I'm doing here on Voice America on the Empowerment Channel are dedicated to dealing with real issues that all of us, and I don't care who you are, that all of us face. What I have found over the years is that most don't live the life they're capable of living. Uh, not because they can't, but because we tend to get too caught up in the emotional entanglements that we get our life into that cause us to struggle and to wrestle with ourselves and wrestle and struggle with other people. And these struggles have a mental, emotional, physical, and yes, a spiritual effect on ourself. Our topic today is living up tight. If I said the word stress to you, what would it mean to your life? I I found over the years in working with human behavior, many people know they have stress. and, And they just come to the place where they just accept it as a natural part of life. And in doing that, they dismiss the effect it has on their life. Now, granted, it's, an, it's a natural part of life. In fact, it's an everyday part of life. You want to know the reality? You'll never live a day without stress. And here's another fact. If I could take all the stress out of your life, you'd be dead in 21 minutes. That's not me saying that. That is a medical fact. I made that statement at a conference where I was speaking, and a gentleman came and said to me, well, if that's true, why worry about it? It's going to be there whether I want it to or not. Now, his words were true, but he was missing the big fact. Stress can kill you. When I was researching and writing my book, The Truth About Stress, which has become the best-selling book I've written out of my 19, but when I was researching and writing the book, I came quickly to understand and to realize we spend more time talking about stress than we do doing anything about it. (laughs) And therein lies the danger. From my research... I grew to believe that stress is a major contributor to human illness. I believe collecting stress opens your life to many physical challenges and illnesses. In fact, I believe if we really knew it, the number one cause of cancer is stress that we don't deal with. Think when you look at human behavior, you see that we are more about collecting it than we are resolving it. And recently, as I've watched, as I've talked, as I've listened to people, I've noticed a dynamic increase in the stress level of many people's lives. Because so many believe it's just a natural part of life, they just pass it off. And reality is, you can't afford to do that. Why? Because stress that is unresolved, can kill you. Stress is a silent killer. Now, that's not a statement. That is a fact. One of the guiding principles in my book, The Truth About Stress, is this. People who work to eliminate stress become more stressed. Those who learn to control stress have a less emotionally charged life. So, if I came to your life, <laughs> where would I find your stress level? If we talked about your stress level, would you just shrug it off? Or would you be one of the few who are taking the concept of stress seriously? Say it to you again, stress is no joking matter. It can kill you. When my sister that was just older than I am, Rita, died, she died from a massive heart attack. And when I was talking to her doctor after her funeral, listen to what he said to me. He said, Richard, I tried to warn her about her stress level. We talked over and over again about her need to reduce the stress in her life, and she told me she'd work on it, but she continued her same lifestyle. She didn't have to die that way if she had only worked on controlling her stress. You understand that the amount of stress, unresolved stress you have in your life is your choice. You can control it. Or you give it control of your life. When we use the word stress, I'm not sure we know exactly what it is. Tell you something funny. When I was doing my research for The Truth About Stress, I discovered 102 different definitions to the word. You want to talk about being stressful? (laughs) as I examined each of them, they were either too wordy or too technical. So you know what I did? I wrote my own definition of stress. Listen to my definition. Stress is anything in life that makes you uptight. Stress is anything in life that makes you uptight. It's simple in what it says, but it's complex in what it's saying. Stress, that anything that makes you uptight, part of your life, is triggered mainly by external events that find their way into your life. So, Let me see if I can draw a picture for you to understand. Picture a triangle, okay? At the bottom of that triangle is the word spiritual. Now, why would I have that when we're talking about stress? Because the spiritual is your belief center. It is within your spiritual center you build your foundation of self-worth, self-trust, self-respect, self-awareness, and self-confidence. So that spiritual center, your foundation, is so critical to what you believe about life and how you look at life. Now, over on the the left side, picture the word mental. Now, the mental part of stress is the fact that the mental is your adventure center. When the mental is connected to your spiritual Your trust, and that's the big word. Your trust allows your imagination to challenge you with new thoughts, new dreams, and makes taking a risk acceptable. So what happens if I don't trust myself? My mind doesn't give me a healthy picture of who I am and what I believe about myself. And if I don't have a healthy picture, my stress is going to increase. So when the mental is connected to your spiritual, your trust allows your imagination to challenge you with new thoughts, new dreams, and makes taking a risk possible. Now, picture over on the right-hand side, emotional. Now, the emotional place in stress, the emotional is your feeling center. When connected to your spiritual center, which is at the bottom, you have the inner trust to create the positive feelings, emotions, that support the adventure, your mental center is designed for your life. Because when I'm emotionally calm, I support the picture my mind is giving me. But when I'm not emotionally calm, I react to the picture my mind is giving me, and that's going to create stress. Now put at the top of this triangle, the physical. You see, when your spirit is connected to your mental and emotional centers, you have the inner connection that allows you to outwardly stay focused and moving forward toward growth. Can you see how this works? That they're there to support you. And if you don't have that connection of the spiritual and the mental and the emotional, physically you're going to be wiped out. You're going to be tired. You're going to be overwhelmed. And the stress is just going to eat at your life. So here's a thought for us. Without balance in your life, you'll find yourself struggling with an increase of stress in your life. This increase in stress causes you to struggle with what there is and what is your priority. See, the key is learning to create this balance so you're not working against yourself, but you're working from within yourself. So if you want to learn to face your stress, I want to give you four questions. And these are very important questions. When you look at the event in your life, can I eliminate this event? Can I change this event? Can I influence this event? Or am I willing to accept this just as it is? Can I eliminate this event? Can I change this event? Can I influence this event? Am I willing to accept this as it is? Here's the critical understanding. If the answer to all four questions is no, there's only one option. You must leave. Because if you stay there, It is going to eat you alive, and the stress will become more than just overwhelming. You see, folks, you either face your stress, adapt your life so you can control its effect on you, or you deny it. And if you deny it, you grant stress emotional permission to turn your life upside down. And when stress takes over your life and stress begins to nibble at your spirit and it's wearing on your mind and your emotions are out of control and physically you're feeling the results of the stress, that stress is there and you've given it permission to turn your life upside down. Why? Because you've allowed the stress to control you. You're not controlling the stress. So why do most people deny their stress? I'm going to suggest to you that really there are four reasons. First, they don't really understand it. And you know what? If I don't really understand it, what do I do? I just take it as a natural part of life, and I don't do anything with it, and that's dangerous. The emotional entanglements. Because if you understand that most of our stress comes from outside events, and it's the people outside of our life that are emotionally strangling us and increasing our stress. And if we don't deal with it, stress will take over our life. We're not sure what to do about it. We know we need to do something, but we're just not sure what we need to do about it. And then you got the fact that you've got years You've got the years that you've used of just avoiding your stress. Now, are you guilty of any of those four? I mean, do you really understand stress? Do you have people in your life who increase your stress? Do you ever live just not sure what to do about it? And how many years have you spent avoiding the stress in your life? Now, we're going to pause and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to do a quick review of the four rooms that I think you live in in your life. Now, I'm just going to do a review with you because we're going to do a later show on understanding your four-room house. So don't go anywhere. Stay right there because we're going to come right back and we're just going to take a tour of your four-room stress house.
3: Think about it. You can't argue with it, can't dispute it, can't ignore it. You know it's absolute truth, and it applies to every person living on the planet. And to make it official, now there's a book about it. Behavior Never Lies.
1: Written by the grassroots expert on human behavior himself. His name is Richard Flint. In this book, Richard gives you his insight into why this number one Flint philosophy is so important for all of us to understand. It's the book that won't let you off the hook.
3: Because what Richard's saying is that if your words don't match your behavior, sorry, you're out of the game. Behavior never lies. Listen, if you're brave enough, get the book and read it. Go to richardflint.com, or we really recommend you give Denise a call at 1-800-368-8255.
1: Oh, and just for your information, if you really don't like to read that much, ask Denise about the audio excerpt version on Flash Drive. Behavior Behavior never
3: lies. Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life?
1: Hello, my name is Gary Gunn, and I've been uh, listening to Richard every morning probably for about six months now. And he's my partner, and he puts the soul back into my life every day. And if you're not taking the morning minute, you sure need to do it. It
3: starts my day every day. I look forward to it, and I recommend it highly for anybody that doesn't have it. You should have it. Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the morning minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long.
1: Just the morning minute for us it just kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute. In your email inbox every single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll free 1 800 368 8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute.
2: One of the things about Star is the thing that we create that I love the most. You feel safe here. I mean if you listen to some of the stories that are shared, there's some pretty personal stuff. Stuff that we normally wouldn't talk about. But what happens when you're in an environment where you're surrounded by people who really want to improve their life. Star
1: Maker 2015. July 17th through the 19th at the incredible PGA National Resort and Spa at beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. But remember, there's a limited number of registrations, so do it now. Sign up at www.richardflint.com or call 1-800-368-8255 and ask for Denise. Come join the Fast Star Maker 2015.
3: It's an investment in your life. It's an investment in yourself and in your soul. I think if you have the desire to want to grow, take the challenge. Take the opportunity.
2: Welcome back. <laughs> we're talking about a, one of those most consistent words in life. In fact, it's an everyday part of your life. What we're talking about is stress. I mean, you have it, don't you? You ever had a day that was going great until you got out of bed, huh? And how many times when you open your eyes and you think about your day, does stress become a part of your life? Now, I want to do this in a quick fashion, but I want to review the four rooms of your life. And like I mentioned to you before we went to break, we're going to come back and do an entire show on these four rooms of your life. But you have four rooms. Your first room is your business room. Reality is, it's the largest room in most people's stress house. And it's your number one room of mental stress. Now, each of these rooms has a purpose. So the purpose of the business room is achieving your business dream and creating a definition of who you are and what you think works for you. See, the challenge is that we've made this the biggest room in our life. And in making that the business biggest room in your life, you have actually created a stressful life. Your second largest room in your life is your family room, and this is your number one room of emotional stress, and the number one purpose of this room is defining and experiencing love and acceptance, and I think you can understand how important then that room is to our life because all of us want to be loved. All of us want to feel accepted, and that's why this room is so important to us, because our definitions of love and acceptance come from the family room. Our third room is the social room, and I'm going to tell you, in our world today, this is a very misunderstood room in people's stress house. Why? Because the purpose of this room is fun and relaxation. But the reality is, this has become the number one room of escape. Now, you know how important fun and relaxation is. Because if you don't have that fun and relaxation, it's hard to release the stress in your life. You need playtime. You need time where you can just unload some of this stress through friends or through physical exercise. And if you don't have it, it wears on you. So when you turn this into a room of escape, you change the whole design of the room. And rather than being a release, it just adds stress to your life. I mean, you ever had a time that you've gone out after work with some of the friends in your life, and y'all were going to go out and maybe get a drink or just, you know, shoot the bull or just have some time, and you get there before you know what you're talking about, work. So the purpose of the room is lost. Your fourth room is your personal room. And in probably 96% of people's lives, it's the smallest room in their life. In fact, many people don't even have one. Why? Because it's an uncomfortable room to spend time in. Why is it uncomfortable? Because in this room, you can't lie to yourself. So if I'm not being honest with myself about my life, about my business, about my family, about my whole life, I don't want to spend time with me. Because this is the room where you go to be alone. And the purpose of this room is personal discovery. I'll show you more when we deal with a show about this, but you'll understand that everything you achieve in your life will be found and discovered in your personal room. Every dream you'll ever have, you'll find, you'll build, you'll design in your personal room. So if if I don't have that room in my life, then what's happening? I'm shutting my adventure, my imagination out. I'm, I'm building my life around a circle of sameness because every day I'm repetitive, I'm not improving. Now, we'll get deeper into this in a later show. But I want to talk to you about a picture of your life today. And remember, stress is anything in your life that makes you uptight. And in my working with people, I have found that there are some consistent things that are making people uptight today. Listen to these uncertainty in and around their life, pressure about finances, the aging process, instability going in circles, having no plan for your life, and then the family things. So let's take these apart one at a time and talk about them. The first one in our list is uncertainty uncertainty in and around your life. It's interesting about human behavior. But most of us want to live in a world that we can predict. Why? Because they think that in that world, in that environment, they feel safe. So, what happens when life loses its predictability? Hmm? The pressure increases. And that means you wrestle with increased stress. I mean, as long as life and you're limited on your terms, there's stress, but that stress is acceptable because it's on your terms. But what happens when the surprises come in? What happens when life becomes uncontrollable? What happens when it's no longer in your control? you're going to have increased stress. So let's play a little game here. What makes life unpredictable? First of all is the loss of your purpose. Because without a purpose, you find yourself, you're mentally blind. Hmm? What makes life unpredictable? Indecision. Hear me. When you can't make life a time of making a decision, you make life a time of a guess. And when I'm sitting around and just guessing what I think I ought to do, do you know how challenging that is? Do you know how much stress that can bring to my life? Because I'm never really Sure. What makes life unpredictable? Fear becomes stronger than desire. What does fear do? It takes the color out of life and leaves everything with a gray feeling. Did you listen to the show that we did on fear? where we talked about the six fears that you live with from the day you're born to the day you die. Fear of the unknown. Fear of abandonment. Fear of rejection. Fear of failure. Fear of loss. Fear of success. When fear overshadows your desire... Your box of crayons becomes very, very, very small. And in that, you don't have the color because you don't have the trust, you don't have the belief. And you think that won't increase your stress? You think that won't make life unpredictable? What makes life unpredictable? Emotional entanglements. Man, you probably understand this but it is so true. The more you stack emotions, the more intense life becomes. The more you stack emotions, the more intense your life becomes. And when your life becomes intense, you lose your clarity, you lose your focus, the fear increases. Why? Because there's so many things we don't confront. There's so many things we don't deal with. There's so many emotional entanglements. You know this to be true. Life's going to hand you more surprises than it hands you calmness. Now, if you can turn that fact around, where you have more calmness than you have surprises, then you can manage your life. But when life has more surprises than calmness, it controls you. What's a surprise? It's any event your life is handed that creates an emotional surge you were not prepared for. You ever had one of those? So how do we handle this stress of uncertainty? First of all, stop and face what is. Take an honest look at your life. Second, the pace is critical. You got to slow down to manage manage stress. You got to slow down. Refuse to react to the surprises. Then examine your options. There's always more than one. Stay clear of the soothsayers. And then stay focused on today. What makes life uptight? Pressure about finances. Huge today friend of mine said this. She said, the pressure on finances increases when you always have more month than you have money. You ever had a month where you had more month than you had money? What does it do to you? When you're working hard, but not getting ahead or even getting even, the internal pressure increases. And that means an increase in your personal and family stress. Man, how much stress can money put on a person? Where does this financial stress come from? Family expectations. When family expectations are unrealistic, the family is set up for emotion collisions. That, my friend, will increase your stress. Where does it come from? Insisting on doing everything now. When everything must be done now there is no time to think financial decisions through. Do you know how stressful that be? that can be when you do something that after you've done it you you sit around and you tell yourself or you tell others you know what we shouldn't have done this man that was not a good mistake we should have waited. Where does the financial stress come from? No budget Without a budget, you're always borrowing from one area to take care of another. You're always robbing Peter to pay Paul. You think that won't increase your stress? Where does it come from? Always looking for the end of the rainbow. <laughs> you know what? If you found the end of the rainbow, it would be a major disappointment. Solving everything tomorrow is not going to relieve your stress today. Where does it come from? No support from others who share your life. Hmm? When you feel you are in this alone, you soon, soon start resenting others just hanging around. My goodness. How much financial pressure can others put on you when they're always needing you to help them or needing you to take care of them? Where does the financial stress come from? Comparison living. When you start comparing where you are or what you have against others, you're mostly going to end up depressed. It's not about keeping up with the Joneses. It's about living within your means. Where does this financial stress come from? Investment of dollars in the wrong things. Investing your dollars on a whim is throwing money away. It's okay if you have lots of it to waste, but there are very few of us that have lots of it to waste. Where does the financial stress come from? Always facing a crisis. All a crisis was do, will do is wear you out. And when it wears you out, wears you down, you think it won't create more stress for you? Where does the financial stress come from? Loads of unter- uncertainty around your life and in your life. When your life is filled with uncertainty, it's an open door to negative stress. goes back and ties back into the first one, right, folks? You have to learn to live within your means. When things become your measuring stick, you will never have enough. And if I never have enough, I always need more. But yet, do we need more? And isn't it sometimes the more that creates the financial stress on our life? Hmm? Finances are a huge issue. And they're one of the things that make us uptight. And we need to understand that we need to handle this stress of finances. So we're going to stop and we're going to take a break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how do you handle the stress of finances, okay? And I'm going to suggest to you that there's six ways that you handle the stress of finances. So stay there. We'll be back. And we'll talk about the stress, talk some more about the stress of these finances.
3: Behavior never lies. Think about it. You can't argue with it, can't dispute it, can't ignore it. You know it's absolute truth, and it applies to every person living on the planet. Behavior Never Lies.
1: Written by the grassroots expert on human behavior himself. His name is Richard Flint. In this book, Richard gives you his insight into why this number one Flint philosophy is so important for all of us to understand. It's the book that won't let you off the hook.
3: Because what Richard's saying is that if your words don't match your behavior... Sorry, you're out of the game. Behavior never lies. Listen, if you're brave enough, get the book and read it. Go to richardflint.com, or we really recommend you give Denise a call at 1-800-368-8255.
1: Oh, and just for your information, if you really don't like to read that much, ask Denise about the audio excerpt version on Flash Drive. Behavior never lies.
3: Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life?
0: Last month was about family, and it couldn't have been a better topic. Every day there was something that I was able to take and work on with my family.
3: Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the morning minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long. Just the morning
1: minute for us, it just... Kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute. In your email inbox every single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Star Maker
3: Magic Boba. Dorothy? I just wanted to say, I sat with Wanda one of the days here for about 45 minutes. She sat with me, and the piece that comes from her is amazing. It just came out of her naturally and normally, and she said, I wasn't like this when I started. You'll get there. <laughs> did
2: you tell yourself, I want to be like that?
3: Absolutely. Went back to the room and Lou said, well, what did Wanda say? I said, I can't tell you.
2: <laughs> so, you want to be like Wanda?
3: Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> Isn't that presence? July
1: 17th through the 19th at the incredible PGA National Resort and Spa in beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Remember, there's a limited number of registrations, so do it now. Sign up at www.richardflint.com or call 1-800-368-8255 and ask for Denise. Come join the family. Star Maker 2015.
2: Welcome back. Our word today, stress. Big word, huh? Remember my definition, anything that life that makes you uptight. When, When we went away to break, we were talking about the second of the things that causes people to live uptight. And we were talking about finances. We were talking about money. You ever gone to bed at night and heard your checkbook crying on the top of the dresser? And we talked about where this pressure comes from. Now let's talk about how do you handle the stress of finances. Six suggestions. Sit down and prepare a budget. Critical. Second, talk all financial issues through. Don't do anything on a whim. Talk about it. Third, refuse to purchase anything on an impulse. Then examine your real needs. Oh, stay away from overusing credit cards. I think whoever created credit cards should be strung up. Because credit cards can be a front door to major financial stress. And then slow everything down. What makes most people of type? The aging process. This is big. Big. You know you're going to get older. (laughs) As the reality of age sets in and you're faced with mortality, the internal pressure increases. That means you know you will lose the battle of youth. The result for many is more personal stress. Why? Because they do not want to get old. So what makes age so challenging? Agendas you haven't obtained. When you haven't obtained your dream, your bucket list, do you understand that aging can become an enemy? What makes aging challenging? Giving into the fact of aging. You know what's interesting? When you resist the fact of age, you wake up old. You know my thought? Age is a physical fact your mind does not have to agree to. Age is a physical fact your mind does not have to agree to. When you stay young at heart, when you keep your mind active, and you keep it creative, and you keep yourself expanding and looking for adventure, let me tell you something. You're not as old as your age may say you are. What makes aging challenging? Increasing physical problems. You know, as we get older, we get pains. And sometimes physical illness and physical pain changes our view on aging. What makes aging challenging? Not financially ready, back to the one we just talked about. When you haven't prepared financially for retirement, you're stuck. And as we get older and we realize we don't have the money needed for retirement, do you think that'll put more stress on us? What makes aging challenging? Getting ready for death. Death is not something we want, nor is it something we enjoy talking about. But the reality is it will find us. So back to my statement, age is a physical fact your mind does not have to agree to. So how do you handle the stress of aging? Start with seeing life's good. Man, every day, find the good in your life. And then take every day of life you have, every day you wake up, take it as a gift unwrapped. Then refuse to stop living just because you have age. Man, be active, look for adventure, explore life, and adapt to newness. Man, don't get stuck sitting in front of the TV or sitting on the couch or sitting in a rocking chair talking about the good old days. Stay centered on living with purpose. As long as you have a purpose, you have a dream to build on. And then stay focused on achieving. There's more to life. Age does not mean there's less to do. Age gives us the opportunity, because of a redesign, to sometimes do even more. What makes people live uptight? Instability. Instability is a companion of uncertainty. Where you find one, you're going to find the other. You see, instability weakens your foundation of self-trust. That means making decisions becomes frightening. The result is more personal stress. So instability does what? It creates insecurity. What does that do? It weakens your self-belief, which will feed your instability and increase your stress. It also creates negative emotions, The more negativity there is in and around your life, the more unstable you will feel. When I feel unstable, I don't trust myself. That's going to increase my stress. Instability creates self-sabotage. When you lack stability, you become your own enemy. That means you will do things to sabotage your life. My goodness, how many times do we do that? Then we have to come face-to-face with our behavior, and that increases our stress. Instability creates the loss of any direction. Instability creates doubt, which makes you question where you are and where you're going. Do you think that won't increase your stress? Instability creates a shrinking. Not a shrinking because, yeah, but it also a sinking feeling. When you don't feel stable, you feel you're sinking. That's going to increase your stress. It creates a belief that things will get worse. Instability doesn't allow you to see the good, and you got to see the good. If you can't see the good, your stress just increases. Internal wars. Instability is one of the weapons the OU uses in its war with you concerning improvement. The battles you fight, and when the OU wins, stress increases. It creates lies. When you can't face your instability, the result is you're lying to yourself about the condition of your life. And without honesty, stress increases. Increases pressure from others. Instability makes you vulnerable to the opinions of others, and others are not going to help you relieve your stress. It creates a circle of sameness. Without something, someone, and well, without realizing it, When you feel unstable, you retreat into sameness. Hiding in the circle of sameness is stressful. Your feelings of no value. When you lack stability, you won't be able to see your personal value. When instability sets in, you become trapped in the circle of sameness. So what do we do? Start with regrouping your life. Hey, get yourself moving forward. Take inventory of the good that's present in your life. It's there. Put your emphasis on the good. And folks, refuse to stare at the negative. Don't you dare even keep negative people in your life. Express your fears. Get them out on the table. Have a support group that's positive. That's a must. Slow down. Manage your life. Makes people uptight going in circles. Hmm? When your life becomes a circle of sameness each day, you're expending more energy than you're receiving in that design. You spend more time staring at what is not happening rather than focusing on what you should be doing. The disappointment and depression this creates just increases your personal stress. So where do most circles come from? Confusion that results from not facing issues. Avoiding anything is going to send you in circles, and that's going to make more stress for you. Indecision that keeps you in the same place. Circles always have an exit door. You just have to decide to find it. If you can't find it, there's more stress. Reacting becomes your first move. Since circles are exhausting, you react quickly. No, we've got to learn to respond. Reacting increases our stress. Confidence in yourself is missing. Circles are draining. The longer you stay trapped in them, the less of you there is. The less of you there is, the less of you there is to trust that there's more to your life and your stress just increases. Layers of fear about taking action. The more comfortable you become with living in circles, the more fear there is about the exit. There's stress involved in that. Emotions take over your picture of life. Hmm? circles are emotionally driven. The greater their emotions, the more challenging it becomes to exit. And then where do these circles come from? Settling for what is. You can travel in circles to the point you accept it as your way of life. (laughs) Circles close your mind to the exit door. It's there. When there is no perceived exit, there's only more of the same. That's more stress. So, how do you handle the stress of going in circles? You got to start with personal honesty. You got to trust yourself. You've got to refuse to settle for what is. You got to erase your negative actions. You got to seek one who can offer you guidance. Then you got to slow everything down. What makes people uptight? Having no plan for their life. Huge. As much as a person may want to improve, most don't have a plan to achieve it. You know how true that is? The result is a living circle that constantly brings them back to the same challenges. That means most days are filled with the stress that results from feeling lost. So without a plan, what will a person do? Pass by many possibilities. Without a plan, everything looks confusing. That will cause you to not be able to see the possibilities. And I promise you something, without possibilities. Hmm. Without a plan, experience a feeling of being lost. When you don't have a plan to guide you, you must wander through your own points of confusion. Resent the success of others. Without a plan that is generating results, you can become envious of others' successes. Without a plan, you will struggle with where you are. When you aren't sure where you are, you aren't sure where to go. You open yourself up to negative attacks. When you're emotionally weak, you open yourself to negative feelings you aren't strong enough to resist. You never feel complete without a plan. When you don't feel complete, you will always worry about what is missing. Without a plan... Anything you seek to do is a guess. When life is about guessing, you will be guided by doubt, uncertainty, and a feeling of being lost. That's stressful. So how do you handle the stress of living with no life plan? Slow down. Many times when we don't have a plan, we speed up. Take a look. Take a look at your confusion. Where is it coming from? What do you need to do? To face it, regroup around your talents. Let me tell you something. You don't have to give up on life. What keeps us moving forward is having a plan that we are committed to because that gives us a purpose, and you have to have a purpose. Examine what you call your dream, stretch your imagination. Where do you want to go? What's there left on your bucket list? What is it you want to achieve? Seek the counsel of one who is. Hmm? There's one more of these, but we're going to run out of time today before we really have time to deal with these. So here's my gift to you. Reach out to me, solutions at richardflint.com. And what I'll do is I'll send you a little study guide to these that will help make it easier for you. If you just reach out to solutions at richardflint.com and, and ask for the study guide to living uptight. And, and you might want to go to my website and look at my book, The Truth About Stress. Retails for fourteen ninety five, but if you're interested in a copy, $9.95 for you. Have you been to my website lately? Have you seen the exciting things that are going on? My free monthly webinars, and man, you ought to be a part of these. Information on my summer conference, July 17 through 19, on Built to Succeed. Next Thursday, we're going to talk about three groups in your life and the effect they have on your attitude. So all we got to do is come back here, join me right here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we talk about the three groups in your workforce you need to know about. You're going to find everyone who shares space in your life to be part of this. You need this information because one of these groups is responsible for the majority of your external stress. Until next Thursday, I want you to remember this. Stress is only dangerous when you give it control of your life. you'd like to have the information on this, solutions at richardflint.com and just ask for Living Uptight. Have a great rest of your week, rest of your day. Have a great life, and I'll see you back here next Thursday.
1: Any questions? Call our people at Richard Flint Productions. 1-800-368-8255 1-800-368-8255 Or visit us at www.richardflint.com And thanks for listening.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.